welcome to the Beyond Emotions podcast, a podcast created for those who want to have the best, most intimate and mind-blowing relationships. Now here's your host, Ruben Gutierrez. Hello, hello everyone. How are you guys today? Um, today, I just want to get into something uh, that's been pretty, pretty out there in terms of like the internet and like society have been talking a lot more about and I've seen it more often and that's the topic on masculinity. And what I have here with me is the book Mask of Masculinity by Lewis House and I just finished reading this book. I actually read it uh, in four days and I was just like, wow, this book is it's really good um, and I definitely want to talk about it. I chose to read it because of the work that I do requires me to understand what are these masks that men are wearing and how if you are a woman listening um, whether that's, you know, trying to figure out your husband, your boyfriend, your brother, um, your cousin, your uncle, and you're trying to figure out how they kind of tick and what they may be going through, this book shows it. Not only that, but it does say mask of masculinity. But when I was reading it, I actually thought of certain um, women in my life, like, you know, um, that I know that have experience with these masks as well in their own sense. Um, I also wanted to read it because of my own masculinity and what that means to me. Because I did grow up with just a single mom household. Uh, no masculine figure around um, to show me and take my hand and show me the, the way in a sense. Um and I could have missed a lot from that uh, psychologically. You know, I didn't have a dad around to throw a football with. I mean, me and my dad are connected now, but growing up, I did not have that. So I really look into masculinity as something that is, um, you know, uh, wrong in a sense uh, in terms of like what we think it is. So... Lewis House does a great job in kind of dismantling that and kind of showing you like, hey, these are what men are. He kind of gives great examples in this book. Um, and just to give you an, a sense, I'll read uh, this flap summary for you. Um, it goes as, Standing between you and the man you can be is one thing, the mask of masculinity. Lewis Howes grew up as an athlete. He was a two-sport All-American, played almost every sport in high school, and went on to play football professionally. Howes then transferred his competitive nature from sports to business, building his podcast, The School of Greatness, into a global phenomenon and becoming successful beyond his wildest dreams. But his whole identity was built on misguided beliefs about what masculinity was. 
dangerous. False ideas learned from teammates and coaches in locker rooms and stereotypes in the media. Like so many men, Howes grew up angry, frustrated, and always chasing something that was never enough. At 30 years old, outwardly thriving but unfulfilled inside. Howes began a personal journey to find inner peace and to uncover the many masks that men, both young and old, wear. He started asking for advice from some of the world's best psychologists, doctors, and household names like Tony Robbins and Ray Lewis. That journey created this book, It Must Read for Every Man, and for Every Woman Who Loves a Man. In The Mask of Masculinity, Howes exposes the ultimate emptiness of the material mask, the man who chases wealth above all things, the cowering vulnerability that hides behind the joker and the stoic mask, of men who never show real emotion, and the destructiveness of the invincible and aggressive mask worn by men who take insane risks or can never back down from a fight. He teaches men how to break through the walls that hold them back and shows women how they can better understand the men in their lives. It's not easy, but if you want to love, be loved, and live a great life, then it's an odyssey of self-discovery that all modern men must take. So, I'm going to throw it out there right now. This Spoiler alert. I'm not going to delve deep into the book. I highly suggest reading the book, of course. And after this, um, <clears throat> I will be going through the mask. And you can grab that on Amazon, the book. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. And, um, you know, I'm not looking to get paid or anything like this. And this is just something I think is very important, very important to me. And I think it can be important in terms of relationships and what we talk about on this podcast. Um, It can be important to you and, you know, your significant other or someone you truly care about that's in your life. And so spoiler alert. And I'm going to start with the stoic mask. Um, It's the first one. Um, This is where emotions are carefully managed and suppressed. So you think about the strong man in movies who doesn't cry, doesn't feel pain, who has no feeling. And he's, you know, considered a badass in a sense. It's as if this person has a fortress around their heart and brain for protection from outside forces of emotion. So they don't want to feel those things because it makes them too vulnerable. It shows weakness and they suffer and they're scared to suffer the consequences of either being judged or being rejected. Um, And being in a long-term relationship with this mask does not work. And if that that long-term relationship does work, it's usually emotionless and one person is going to be dissatisfied with what's going on in a relationship and that will cause someone to stray or be completely unhappy um think about uh someone who's with someone like that can possibly go through a midlife crisis an example of people who go through this can be a lot of military men um men who suffered a lot in the beginning of their life i'm not going to go through the stories of the book because i think if you're going to read it. You you enjoy those stories. Um, but I, I thought military men, I thought of men who, who have gone through a significant amount of pain growing up. And they just had to learn to and teach themselves about, 
you know, I can't cry. Like, I have to be strong for everyone else. Um, I don't feel no pain. Pain is for, you know, bitches. And that's what they say. Um, I have no feeling because maybe a girl, like, broke my heart and I don't want to feel anymore. I just want to, you know, you can tie this in with another mask and just, you know, conquer women and whatnot. <clears throat> and um, I I know I've had the experience with the stoic mask, you know, growing up without a father, kind of was the quote unquote man of the house. And just like my mom was a very emotional person and, you know, had a little sister and there was just like there was no no time to cry, um, no time to just be like, oh, what are you feeling like? It was more like, hey, uh, I know I'm a teenager, but I need to get out there, work, make some money so I can support my mom. Um, so I had to manage everything. I couldn't talk about, I didn't really talk about my feelings. Um, a lot of the guy friends I had were like tough and they kind of toughened me up. You can say by, you know, uh, talking about females and all this stuff. And, and it was just, uh, a lot, but I know I never showed emotion. I was a very introverted man, but were very um, selected emotions, you can say. I really grew out of that mass probably in college, not even in high school. Um, but that's just an example of the stoic mass. <clears throat> right after that mask is the athlete mass. And this is where the domination of others rule. You don't care about anything else. Sports is used to show your power, prove you're worthy, yourself worthy. No matter what you fight no matter what you fight through injuries regardless of the pain and so if you see a football player like you know twist his ankle while running down the field but he's like no i'm good i'm still gonna play that's kind of where the athlete mass shines um so they fight through that pain and the fear to make sure they win and stay on top if not if not good best to know if you're not good at the game you're not good on the field. Instead, you know all about the game. You know all about football. You know all about baseball, basketball, and you're the beat, the know-it-all of the game. Um, that's kind of the way you show your power and prove yourself. And even if it's not about the game, you're like that kind of all the time if you wear this mask. And that's not. That's also including people who do esports. So esports is kind of like gaming, um, and they do that to make money. Um, that's another way that you can shine the athlete mask, not just for like athletes who do physical, um, who do physical sports, but also uh, electronic sports. Um, they don't require any, like much physical um, getting tackled or, or hitting something. It's more of just like using your brain and conquering others. Um, and this is completely unhealthy in a relationship. And just to give you a context of who. Of who this might be, think of the the high school jock in those movies who's just like, I get all the girls, look at my nice hair and my nice jacket, my nice car, um, or or you know, and they're usually wearing the football jerseys and all that stuff. And uh, you think uh, like gym people who love to go to the gym and they want to look all big and strong all the time. These are people um, that kind of wear this mask. And if you're in a relationship and you're wearing this mask, then that person becomes that you're. If a man is wearing this mask, it's significant or per other um, become more of like an opponent. 
They're very competitive. This person is very competitive. So they feel like their partner is an opponent. And if there's anything the partner brings up, they want to win. They want to win that argument. They want to win and say their opinion matters. Um, in doing that, over time, you, you sacrifice a lot. You're losing the respect of this person. And the possibility that this person will not continue to love you because they're just like, dude, this is like a... It's like a game you're playing. Like you have to always win when you don't want to find compromise and it always has to be your way. That's kind of like the athlete mask. I never had an experience with this athlete mask because I wasn't into sports or esports at all. I did. I do have a competitive nature. I feel like everyone does. Um, and as a younger, you know, boy, I play a lot of video games and. You know, that was, you can say that's where I used to shine and be like, hey, like, when friends or my little cousins used to come over that were the same age as me, used to be like, they, they would be playing the same game. And I'm like, look at my level of my characters and all this stuff. So, in a sense, I did use it, but um, not to the extent of the actual athlete mask and the stories you'll read in the book. And the next one is the material mask, which is, of course, um, very plain and simple. Your worth is your bank account. Like, that's it. You love to show off materialistic things, the cars, the watches, beautiful women, um, your big house and, you know, whatever else you think is very materialistic, um, you know, name brand clothes. Um, this is what you do to show your worth. And <clears throat> think of guys like uh, if you've ever been on YouTube and seen those ads from Ty Lopez, he ha he very heavily wears a material mask. Um you could think of movie uh, characters, you could think of, of a man like Tony Stark, you know, he from from Iron Man. Um, he has the money to kind of show it off, um, especially with a suit like the Iron Man suit. <laughs> and <clears throat> just to know, like, if you're going through a relationship, this actually makes it very difficult to find somebody um, because you never know if they're looking to have a relationship with you or your money. Um, they don't really look deep within to see the person you truly are. And that makes it very, very difficult for a person wearing the material mask to find someone that's um, genuine. And, you know, when you're only talking about money and you're about all this stuff, and you're not having the day-to-day -day conversations normal people have because you're just like you care about too much of your material. You're too materialistic. Um. It's just finding that someone can be, I, I think about it all the time. Like, what if I grew up like Justin Bieber, for instance, like the kid had had so much success at such a young age. It's like, how do you how do you find someone by that? And that really ties in great with the sexual mass, because this is something I had. Um, I had, you know, very heavily worn this mask in the past. Um, and this person is defined by their sexual concert conquest and how many women they have bedded. So it's all about like, hey, you don't you hanging with the guys as a guy, hanging with the guys and start talking about girls and about sex and all this. Um, and we start comparing like, hey, yeah, so I've been with X amount of girls. And then your your other friend is like, I've been with this amount of girls. And you'd be like, well, I had this many girls, you know, go down on me and blah, 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 blah. And you're bringing this, all this up. And it's like, how many girls are you talking to at the moment? Oh, I got like four girls I'm texting right now. Um, I can go home with any right now if I wanted to, blah, 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 blah. 
And it's just like relationships don't exist for this for a person wearing this sexual mask that they're just using women for sexual conquest or men. Um, doesn't matter. Like depends on the person's uh taste, of course. Um and the way they they view people in relationships is that those people are quitters and they're settlers and they live a boring lifestyle. Um, if you ever read the the book by Neil Strauss, who's also in this book, and he talks about Lewis House talks about Neil Strauss wearing the sexual mask. But if you read his book, The Truth, he really dives in on what it is to be a man with a sexual mask on, um, because you just can't you just can't hold yourself. And I know I was there where I just didn't want a relationship. I just wanted women for sex and just to be around when I wanted them to be around. I didn't want like a serious thing. Um, and this was for several years in my young adult life after I got out of a bad relationship with my ex-girlfriend. Um, and being in a relationship with this mask on, which I've tried before too, um, it's extremely difficult. It's so difficult to maintain. You really lead a life of loneliness and having no real connections with anyone. Um, and that can have biological impediments to your future. Uh, that loneliness can really get you really fast. Um, you know, the single, we think, you know, with a person with sexual mass thinks single life is fun and marriage is a very boring idea. And they don't see themselves in there, um, which can be very, very unhealthy. And over time, make you less. Um, you you become like that lifestyle becomes very boring very fast. So the next one I'm going to is the aggressive mass. This is where someone's temper is extremely violent they're tough they're showcasing their dominance think of like a person with the athlete mask they kind of also wear this mask at the same time um they love to break things to get into fights um think they think of it as going back to their human roots like humans are inherently violent um and it when it comes to a relationship this kind of thing just doesn't work it just doesn't like you're fighting arguing screaming at the top of your lungs um, will lead to that dissatisfaction on both ends, and it's a higher, it's a higher possibility that your significant other will end up cheating on you and get fed up with your BS <laughs> if you wear this mask. They're just tired of fighting. Um, they probably just go in a corner and just don't even listen anymore because uh, just having such a bad, bad uh being violent like that and i had my own experience with this growing up because of course growing up without a dad can take a, a toll on you your mom can only try your be her best and being angry at like you know not having what you what you think you should have and living where you live and not having money it tends to those things tend to create a very aggressive person and it took me several years to really, really um, take that anger, which probably is still a part of me, but doesn't come up because I know how to control my emotions. I have that self-awareness, and that's a way um, a person with the aggressive mask can fix it. Um, going off from there is the Joker mask. This person, <clears throat> this person using use comedy to be liked or to show their superiority. They're they use their intellect 
whether that's through sarcasm, they don't take anything serious. They do this to deflect pain and um, which can lead to bouts of avoidance in relationships. Think I know uh, when I was when I was talking about this with my significant other, Karina, um, she brought up Chandler from Friends, the show. He's kind of like the person wearing Joker mask. Now, I'm not I never watch friends from beginning to end of episode here or there i'm not like the hugest fan i'm probably gonna get a lot of slack for that um but yeah whoever chandler is from the friend show um he's probably the one wearing the joker mask so this is like the person in a relationship where every time the partner tries to tell them something serious and talk things over they really use jokes when you know he starts to feel uncomfortable or he wants to change the subject and avoid the conversation. He'll use jokes. He'll use sarcasm. He'll switch it because he doesn't want to feel uncomfortable. Say, where's this mask? And he's always telling jokes. And I noticed a lot of people that wear their ma- this mask are, 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 are people who are not comfortable within their skin. Um, have low self-confidence sometimes. They use that as a way to really, um, you know, showcase them being like, not showing off who they truly are. Um, I never use this because I've always been kind of a stoic kind of person, like we went through earlier. So I never really used the Joker mask, but I know many, many men, many of my friends who use this mask um, <clears throat> even now. And moving on. The next one is the invincible mask. Now, as it sounds, this is the person who doesn't feel death, has some kind of death wish, takes immense amounts of risk. They don't think about the consequences. They're just busy just doing the thing. Um, and at being a man, he always has it under control and think of like guys like this are like the jackass guys or anyone who's in a very dangerous sport, like skydiving and BMXing and doing all these crazy, um, things that can possibly, or one mistake can possibly get you killed. Um, one person I like to bring up with this, uh, that he talks about in the book is Dan Harris. If you don't know who Dan Harris is. He's a, a journalist, a reporter for for one of the, the channels, like NBC or one of these channels in America. And during his early life, and as being a journalist, he, he wore this mask heavily because he would travel a lot to the Iraq war to get stories on there because he was very successful in that. But not thinking about the consequences of seeing what was going on over there, seeing the fighting, seeing the... Seeing, you know, people getting killed and dead bodies and all these things that kind of come back with you and they kind of they stay with you. You may not think of it. He was, you know, busy doing that and taking drugs and just like doing everything you won't think. Think of Wolf of Wall Street. He was doing something similar to that. Um, And what did that lead him to? It It led him to being on live air one day and just like blanking out completely didn't know what happened the videos are out there if you look it up on youtube i actually read his book 10 percent happier um and that happened and he was suffering from ptsd from going through all that it's just like wow like that is some that is extremely extremely dangerous people who wear this mask um I I haven't wore this mask myself because I, I'm a person who who uses calculated risk, um, 
but a person in this relationship it can be dangerous because if he has a family people care about him you you know like they're not they're just men they're not gods and to think he this person is a gift <clears throat> and they may lose it all because of the amount of risk they take so that is the invincible mask now moving on to the know it all mask which is kind of something i'm so i'm kind of um looking to remove myself at this moment in my life and you know this the know it all mask is physically and intellectually dominant um they use they basically the guy who's always mansplaining where they just don't let other people talk and they're just explaining everything um this person chooses not to get anyone's help feels like they have all the answers um this is usually the advice giver in your friend's group who gives you advice without you asking them yeah um that is kind of like me and um i've gotten better but you know that has been me this person is the person who thinks they know everything they give advice without asking as i said it <clears throat> and in a relationship this can cause cause a rift between you and your significant other because what if your partner doesn't want to discuss something with you at that moment and you just want to keep going and what if your partner doesn't want your advice and just wants you to listen but you end up giving advice anyway um <clears throat> sometimes that's what people just want and you just want a person to sit and listen i would think someone who knows who has the know-it-all mask is like these professionals you see on the the, the internet like you ever see ads from like a 20 year old marketer who's like i have all the secrets to help you live a lifetime lifestyle and you're like how dude you're only 20 years old you have no experience um you're just trying to make a quick buck and there's a lot of them out there like on instagram and stuff like that you gotta watch and do his uh research like that's why I'm looking to just build my brand. I'm not looking, saying I'm a professional. I'm saying this is a journey, and I'm learning as I go, and I'm just sharing that with all of you. Um, and that's that's not what I was thinking last year. I thought I knew everything about relationships, but until I was in a certain predicament where you know, long distance. As if you heard my last episode, long distance. That's why I kind of was just like, you don't know it all. Um, a lot of this stems from experience in the relationship. You can't just learn it from a book. But um, that is the know-it-all mask. And going to the last one is the alpha mask. And this is the belief that there are only two types of men. There's alphas and betas, only winners and losers. It's literally just a black and white game. And this person is always dominant and always wanting to win it all. So they kind of like wear that athlete mask. They don't do things that are considered women things. Like they think cleaning is for women. They think cooking is for women. Um, and they think that makes them a lesser man. And in a relationship, that causes them to think very black and white. And they don't think team. That goes out the window. So they don't have time for compromise. Um, and when it's their word and what they say, it's completely final. And that's it. So I would say you want to read more about who the alpha mask is and or think about if you ever read the game um, by Neil Strauss or heard of it, there's a character in that book called Mystery. Um, who is that? Or you could think of, and most people have probably seen this movie, Fight Club, Tyler Durden. Tyler Durden is the alpha mask. Um, he has 
pretty much all the other masks as well. But, um, you know, he's not a hero of that story. Um, so these are people who wear the alpha mask. And even if there's no such thing as an alpha, like, why should there be? Uh, we're not. I think we passed animals a long time ago. But um, these <clears throat> this is to lead you to think, like, what is the new definition of a real man? You know, and that's why, like, in this book, he really brings out people who are real men who exuberate that energy. And it's just not some of them are just not the kind you think they will be. They're very family oriented. Um, they take care of people. They're very vulnerable. They're very open to things. You know, they're men that cry. They're men that take pain. You know, and rest. They don't have to be out there hustling all the all the time. They know the balance. That's the definition of real man is to each his own. Like everyone has their own different opinion when it comes to man. I think it's just a man who is completely vulnerable, self-aware, and open to possibilities and listening to other people. Um, that's what I strive to be and to help others. So they want to pull others up. And I like, I haven't watched it yet, but it was the documentary that sparked this book. And if you kind of get want to get a little taste, um, I'm going to actually watch it probably uh, within the next few days. It's called The Mask You Live In. Um, and that's the documentary. Uh, I like how he, he put this book in talking about like Tori Zane starts talking about like self-care in the world of masculinity and how it doesn't exist. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't take care of our minds. We don't take care of our our bodies um, because we have to uphold this image of what society thinks is a man. And this can cause a lot of heartbreak. It can cause a lot of pain. And it can be one of the reasons why men tend to not live as long as women because we're so closed up and we should definitely be more vulnerable and open. Uh, that's why I suggest if you feel like you have a man in your life who's going through any of these masks that you I mentioned in this episode, um, definitely gift them this book. Christmas is right around the corner. Um, another one I did watch uh, this TED Talk. I recommend it too. It's by Joe Ermaines. I'll also uh, link it in the show notes. Um, and there was one quote that came out of that. That was just like, wow. And I'm going to just end the episode with this quote. On that deathbed of you. Let me start out. (laughs) On that deathbed, you. You. On that deathbed, you recognize that all of life is about relationships. It's about the capacity to love and be loved. I hope you enjoyed this episode, guys. Until next week. Have a wonderful weekend. A week and stay loving all right take care thank you for joining us on this episode of beyond emotions if you really enjoyed this please share comment and leave a star rating 